I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to a corrections episode of Know A Little More, where we correct any mistakes we make in an episode and give you some feedback to provide additional context around our topics. RSS was presented as a rather dramatic battle, and I will admit up front that I'm certain it was much less dramatic in person than I made it sound. That's on me. That was my choice. Uh, but I, uh, I hope some people had some fun. Uh, we got some excellent feedback from folks on that episode, and I wanted to share that with you now, the majority of which comes from the man at the heart of the story of RSS, Dave Weiner. Uh, Dave Weiner is a software developer and writer, started two Silicon Valley companies, wrote for Wired, fellow at Harvard, NYU, founder of podcasting, blogging, and RSS. And I was pleased to see he listened to our episode about RSS and had some comments and corrections. First and foremost was a fundamental error in my description of the format of the feed, and we'll be replacing that section in the original episode. I incorrectly said that there were no required elements in a feed, except that it couldn't be empty. That's not right. It must have either a title or a description, and of course, it can and usually does have both. Mr. Weiner also had some other points that we should cover. Uh, you should not be under the impression that Adam is somehow a lesser format to RSS. Uh, Weiner wrote, everyone has to support Adam. There's enough of it out there so that it's not something anyone questions. Uh, he also wrote, I also don't like that he made it sound like there was something inappropriate with people writing about feeds on their blogs. I was writing about it on my blog long before there were any mail lists, and I'm glad he gave credit to the New York Times. They actually made it all happen, but left out the pioneers, Salon, Red Herring, Motley Fool, and Wired. A lot of validation there. He expanded on those points in his own podcast, which he published on scripting.com. Look for the Friday, April 7th entry if you want to get the full thing. But he kindly agreed to let me excerpt from that podcast. If I recall correctly, the RSS dev mail list was started in secret. Uh, to f And it wasn't a fork. I've heard it said that this was a fork. It wasn't a fork. A fork Beans basically start at the same place and you go in different directions. But the RDF folks didn't do that. They created something that was completely incompatible with what existed before. They didn't start at the same place. They went back and went, it, it wasn't a fork from what we were using at the time. I believe it might have been a fork from what, <laughs> it's confusing. I'm not even sure 
if it was a fork from RSS 090, but it certainly wasn't a fork from 091. It wasn't in any way compatible with 091. An 091 file was not a, a, a valid 1.0 file. Therefore, not a fork. <laughs> Something else, a, a, a lot of breakage, tons of breakage. If that really were RSS 1.0 and it obsoleted all previous formats, breakage everywhere, which is why it didn't stand a chance. Because the people that were doing the feeds at the time were a few um, innovative uh, publications like Wired, Motley Fool, Red Herring, um, Salon. Those were the first four. Um, Salon, whatever. I think I got all four of them there. And um, and then the blogging software, which was uh, my own Manila, uh, and then Radio Userland, both from Userland Software, and then uh, Movable Type and Blogger, um, and ultimately WordPress, and really everything in the blogging world just grabbed onto this thing because it was very much in line with what bloggers wanted. They wanted more people to read their stuff and they wanted to be able to read more stuff. So anyway, so the RDF guys started this mail list in private. Um, so, and nobody, and secret, they didn't tell anybody they were doing this. And then all of a sudden one day there's RSS 1.0. Swear to God, I had no idea it was coming. None. There it is. And there's this RSS dev mail list. That is not governance. <laughs> that is something else. It's something pretty freaking nasty. I got to say, it's like everything you've been doing, forget about it. This is the new way we're going to do it. And that's how they came at this is that, yeah. So in any case, it was very natural. <laughs> That's not even, it was very natural for us to discuss this on our blogs. That's what the blogs were for, first of all. Second of all, it was discussed on our blogs long before there were any mail lists. <laughs> it came out of the blogging world. Weiner also wrote on Mastodon the following, and I'll quote, And RSS 2.0 is still very much frozen. Nothing is going to change. It supports namespaces where you can innovate all you like. The core isn't changing, which is what developers need to build on. And he expanded on that on his podcast as well. It is fixed. It's not going to be changing. That was a very important thing. People thought, oh, you're freezing. That's a terrible thing. There's no room for innovation. Well, you pick the places where you want your innovation. If you want the innovation at the level above you, the lower level better be frozen. Because <laughs> uh, if you keep changing things at that level, you're going to keep killing the work that people, they're just not going to do the work. Unless you tell them that this isn't going to change, that I'm not going to have to go back here and redo this in a year or two years or five years or whatever, long before any, long after anybody remembers how this shit works. I'm not going to do anything. I, I know because that's how I feel. It's like, if, yeah, if you're reserving the right to break all my work, great. I'm out of here. <laughs> a few other folks had some useful feedback I'd like to pass along for the episode as well. Thanks to David Meganson, who pointed out that RSS can be useful for syndicating data changes from machine to machine, replacing much more complicated and expensive enterprise messaging systems. And Tim Bray wrote this. Also kind of unclear about formats. It's all XML, and RDF is orthogonal to that. 
would have been nice to say why the RDF heads wanted what they wanted. They were wrong, but I'd still be nice to know. But the piece was good at highlighting the simplification versus elaboration tension and the people involved. Thanks to David Weiner uh, for the corrections and the permission to use the excerpts. Thanks to everybody who provided their direct feedback, even if we didn't quote you here. And thanks to you for listening. I hope you know even more about RSS. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.